0: Early breakfast, 7.02 this morning. Our digital specialist, Dirk Fisser, now joins us live on the line. Dirk, what a chilly morning, eh? Good morning, Nicholas. Yeah, the winter
1: chill is definitely here.
0: So before we, we get into our topic of conversation today, I'm sure you've been monitoring what's coming out of the U.S. now. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, due to to sign us this executive order that's going to, to govern and try and control social media platforms. Has the world gone mad? I mean, the last time I can remember politicians saying we're going to shut down Twitter was when Julius Malema was still president of the ANC Youth League
1: well uh, the world i don 't think the world has gone any more mad than it is already, and you know uh, for all for all of what Trump is doing, you know speaking against China for example he 's doing the same thing as they would in in their country you know also not allowing social media and all of that sort of stuff so like I, I, honestly it amazes me what comes out of that man's mouth every single day with the country that is literally imploding and we, he's worried about social media. You know, there's, there's bigger problems. You know, race relations, as you've seen this week, is a huge deal.
0: Indeed it is. Uh, Before we get into what I think is quite an appropriate topic, the Dunning-Kruger effect and incompetence when you actually don't know you're incompetent. Uh, Do you think that he can actually do this though? I mean, uh, Twitter, uh, what what pissed him off is that Twitter has put fact-checking icons to his tweets that they believe are uh, examples of fake news or at least questionable uh, do you think he's going to get this right? I mean, is it is it, even imp- is it even possible to try and control social media on American soil, never mind there, but elsewhere in the world?
1: No, he's, he's not going to get it right. You know, Trump is the epitome of the child throwing a tantrum when they don't get their way or when nobody's looking at, you know, actually looking at them or paying attention to them. So it's, it's going to be very difficult for him to actually control a platform that brings in one, that brings in... Millions of dollars of revenue every day to his country. And two, you can't, because of the, you know, the, the, the Bill of Rights in the States, he, he can't control free speech in that way in a public space. So it's literally just him having a hissy fit. He'll get over it and we'll move on.
0: So it's a nice segue into our discussion today, the Dunning-Kruger effect. It's essentially a cognitive bias where people who are incompetent at something are (laughs) unable to recognize their own incompetence. How does this relate to social media, though? Because uh, in many ways, I mean, social media, if you only follow people with your own opinion, only follow people uh, that, that talk like you, that look like you, uh, it's 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 a bit difficult to understand that you may well be wrong in your opinions, may well be wrong in what you think is fact.
1: Yeah, and you know, I was this really got like it sent me down a rabbit hole just looking at the Dunning Kruger effect, but essentially it's you know, the less the less you know, the more you think you know. And, you know, we we look at sort of cognitive biases in our everyday life, and we look for confirmation bias, you know, so if if we have a certain outlook in life, we, we look to align that outlook in life with other people that follow that, you know, or for example, if you want to buy a yellow car, if you're driving down the road, all you're going to be seeing is yellow cars, because that's the bias that is in your mind, that's what you've kind of steered your, your, your brain towards. And we see that on social media now big time. So the Dunning Kruger effect is actually very relevant at the moment because, you know, people are sharing a lot of information about COVID nineteen and their response to government and you know all of these sort of things, but they're sharing little pockets of information and spinning them as actual fact. You know, and the 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 funny thing about this effect is that. People's confidence in a little bit of knowledge overshadows or stops him from seeing the incompetence in the entire matter.
0: This is particularly dangerous, Dirk, in, a, in an environment uh, where we we need to trust in in science and 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 look at the facts when it comes to mm. COVID nineteen. I mean, we are facing a global pandemic where people are offering advice online ranging from stick a hairdryer in your mouth to make sure you go to bed at night with your hair dry.
1: Yeah. No. And, and, uh, you know, it it blows my mind because, you know, a lot of people that are giving advice are, you know, it's either from watching a five minute YouTube video or it's the classic, Oh, I heard about it on Facebook or I read it online. Or my favorite is that uh, I did my research. Now, Research means different things to different people. Academic research means that you would check the sources, you would go through the back notes, you would make your own notes on top of the research notes. You know, it's a long process. But what people say when they say, oh, well, I've done my research, it means that they've read an article online. And it's so, so scary because unfortunately, a lot of these people that are doing this have influence you know so you you're talking about you know people that have got large followings that are making sort of irresponsible claims because it's something that they believe and it's not the fact and it's not driven by data
0: if you've just joined us, our digital specialist, Dirk Fisser, talking to us about, uh, the Dunning-Kruger effect on early breakfast. Niklas Bauer hanging out with you until 6 a.m. before we hand it over to Bongani Bingwe and the breakfast team. Any questions on that? Zero one one eight eight three zero seven zero two. The Dunning-Kruger effect is, uh, cognitive bias where Quite comically, you don't know that you are incompetent, uh, where people are incompetent and they reinforce that incompetence by, I suppose, living in a social media echo chamber. We've spoken about how dangerous this is when it comes to COVID-19 and people really needing to focus on the facts if they want to stay alive. But something that I would regard even more Sinister is the fact how, uh, your know, information has become a weapon. In the digital age, mm. uh, social media can be used in a way to not only, um, you know, swing elections a certain way, a certain way, but also, uh, explode anger within a population and, and, uh, and, and you know, lead people to, to acting in, uh, ways that could, that could see outbreaks of violence, outbreaks of social discord.
1: Hundred percent. You know uh, the next world war, which I think people are waiting for this big event, but I think World War Three is already happening because World War Three is going to be uh, going to be fought by thoughts, and it's going to be fought by pushing agendas on social media in order to weaponize um, ideas in, that will mobilize mass revolts. So what what we need to be very careful of is sharing thoughts and ideas that are veiled as facts. So, you know, sharing an opinion that is veiled as a fact, but knowing full well that you're going to incite a reaction into people. Now, what people have to understand, especially on social media, is that there is a level of um, comedic value in what some people are doing. But you've got to recognize the difference between... Um, inciting a thought versus taking a satirical look at what is happening in the world at large. So, you know, people have got to really educate themselves. And, you know, we've said it before, if, you, if you're if you not sure of something, don't share it. Don't share your opinion on something as critical, for example, as COVID-19, knowing that it's going to elicit a, a response. Because the the danger is far more reaching and we don't see it because we're sitting, you know, in our lounges, we're on our phones and we don't see the almost mushroom cloud that's happening because of these little pockets of ideas that are being shared that don't have any factual base behind them.
0: Mm, it's a chilling thought to think that there's a puppet master behind it all controlling our thoughts and essentially controlling our actions because uh yeah, I wasn't a huge Margaret Thatcher fan but uh, one of her best quotes was yeah, be careful what you think because that'll become what you say be careful what you say because that'll become what you do and be careful what you do because that'll become your character and eventually your character becomes your destiny
1: yep and that's, uh, that's 100% you know Every day, uh, and I'm not even joking, every day I get an invite to at least three different in the lockdown groups. And unfortunately, most of these groups are, you know, made up of kind of people with um, a lot of, I'm trying to just pick the right, (laughs) pick the right word here. But, you know, people that have a lot of influence, let's say middle class people that live in suburbia, you know, that have got no idea what's happening on the ground with our people, you know, that are queuing for food and, you know, and we we take this kind of self-righteous position that we have to end this because, you know, we know better. Um, But we don't, you know, we're not medical professionals. We've never seen a pandemic like this before. You know, and yes, the governments are going to make mistakes, but they're getting a lot right. You know, so we've got to stop looking at it from our own selfish view and start looking at it from, you know, the, the greater cause. And, you know, people might be listening to this and going, oh, well, that's very socialist socialist of you. You know, the government is trying to control our rights. But they're not actually. You know, they, we trying to keep the, the country safe, the people safe, But by sharing stuff like this on social media, you're actually just circumventing what the government is trying to do. And this curve is not going to get flattened.
0: Dirk, where can we find out more online about the Dunning-Kruger effect and how we can protect ourselves from a bias that uh, really uh, underlines our own incompetence without us even knowing about it?
1: There are various sources. And you know the stuff that I found online... I mean, there's a number of articles that have been written on, written on the Dunning-Kruger effect. Um, Forbes have written a really good uh, article about it. The Japan Times have also spoken about it. But if you do a basic Wikipedia search, it'll give you the idea of what this what this thing is.
0: Okay. Uh, Dirk Fisser, digital specialist, chatting to us about the Dunning-Kruger effect there. Uh, worry about bias in social media as much as you worry about... Uh, So-called experts not revealing their own incompetence when preaching uh, the truth as if it's gospel written down for thousands upon thousands of years.